0: t
1: Steal signs and
0: you know, it's just a thing about football. You know, it's been around for years. We we actually had to adapt because in uh twenty twenty or twenty nineteen, like when Ohio State was stealing our signs, which is legal and they were doing it the legal away, we had to, you know, get up to the level that they were at.
1: Gets it down underneath. They throw it in the corner. Joe misses and that's the game. And the Hawks escape with the win isaiah joe took the last shot and he missed but the hawks got a pretty big ball
0: <laughs> keys back the other way has an open look for three she'll fire it and she'll hit it lexi keys drains a three she's got eight early points and the sooners lead it 16 to four where's teddy <laughs>
2: Hour three, Toby and TJ back with you, A1 and Turkey Bacon. Going to be a high of 50 today in the Sooner State. Tulsa in action tonight, big game for them. TU off to a nice start, three 9-3, uh, hosting Penny Hardaway in Memphis tonight in the Reynolds Center. Memphis 11-2, that'll be a good one. Uh, TJ, I thought we'd spend this entire hour, if you're okay with it, talking nothing but nba and thunder basketball you ready all right let's go i'm just
3: gonna sit back and watch the text line so go ahead <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding
2: <laughs> i uh i saw this roll in yesterday um we have not yet played this year's national championship game correct
3: you're talking football yeah i'm talking that's football.
2: correct um because i, I already say that have- like
3: there's been other sports that have played national championship I'm glad we clarified
2: (laughs) Uh, I asked that because I already have next year's odds to win the national
3: championship I saw some of this dropping a day or two ago yeah with uh, what the odds were
2: Uh, here you go this is from bet online I have no idea if that's a reputable source or not the favorites and this is a surprise Alabama and Georgia Five to one. I was shocked
3: when I saw it. Shocked I say what I
2: Texas third best odds at nine to one. What do you think about that?
3: I think Texas has a significant drop off next year. I think they're still gonna be pretty good, but I don't think they're I don't think they're national championship worthy the way they were this year on the push they made.
2: They got Michigan and the OnCon. and their schedule's uh,
3: brutal. And then
2: Georgia. Mm-hmm. uh, They play everybody. OU doesn't play in the SEC, which is Georgia, Florida. Who else will be tough there? Kentucky, um, Arkansas. I can't remember. I don't can name them all. Yeah, it'll be tough. LSU, fourth best 12-1. to I don't know if you've noticed so far, TJ, but three of the four teams I've mentioned are on OU's schedule. (laughs) The next one? Ole Miss, I guess, I guess we're just naming off SEC teams. Sorry. This is a tweet from an SEC site, so it's just SEC teams. So maybe there's some other teams in there. LSU 12 to 1. Ole Miss 14 to 1. Tennessee 25 to 1. Better than us.
3: Yeah, Texas which I AM. Didn't understand. AM, too.
2: 33 to 1. Better than us. As Jim Harbaugh and his dad would say, who's got it better than us nobody did you see the interview with his dad by the way i the did
3: bowl? see that after the rose bowl yeah look like jim and just astonishing different type of glasses yeah
2: oh, i don't know i think it might have been jim's glasses too it was it was it was i mean dads and sons often look like each other
3: not like, like that, each other that. I had twins was, man
2: amazing and the mom was hilarious OU 40 to 1. Let me give you who's behind him and then you can comment on uh, what you think about that. Missouri 50 to 1. Auburn 100 to 1. Arkansas and Florida 125 to 1. Kentucky 200. South Carolina 250. Mississippi State 500. Vanderbilt 1,000. So OU 40 to 1. You put $100 on OU, you win 4,000. All right, thoughts?
3: My thoughts were I'm not going to sit there and say I think OU's ready to win a national championship next year, jump into the SEC and and win a championship. I I don't agree with a couple of those teams that you had better odds ahead of them. I think they're even jumping into the SEC better position than A&M and uh, maybe Ole Miss and a couple of others that you said there. So that that surprised me that they were behind some of the teams that they were. Um, I would say Tennessee kind of surprises me there um but i'm i'm not going to sit there and say that those odds are way off cuz i'm not What's
2: the best bet on the board? We don't encourage gambling by the way, but at the odds, what are the what's the one that gives you the return uh, on your investment you like?
3: Probably wherever you said kind of LSU fell in there, what were they? 12 like to 12 1 12 to 1, something like that.
2: You like LSU next year?
3: I don't I'm not saying i do, especially oh. not after they just dumped their whole staff, but um, I like that better than, like, the odds you had A&M or um, Tennessee and some of those others at. Oklahoma, maybe, the answer there. Maybe. depending Maybe. On, you know, defensively, they've got a lot of guys coming back. They're going to be pretty good on that side of the ball. So, we'll see what Jackson Arnold can do and how he develops. That may be the answer there, and that may be your answer on that. Which you hey, you ask. get
2: 5-1 to one on your money on Alabama. That's not a bad. No. It's not. Like they haven't won it in – 3 years in a row or whatever it is now they're going to be yeah 40 to 1 strikes me as I'm not uh, again I don't I don't know but Oklahoma's had good news on who's returning on defense and uh uh Jackson Arnold's just different you know what I mean TJ when he throws the football so 40 to 1's a lot it's a lot anyway there you go there's an early glimpse of what they think about who's going to be a contender uh next year i'm with you on
0: should have been a contender
2: i'm surprised they're behind a&m in tennessee not surprised they're behind Ole miss just because Ole miss has gotten so much publicity in the transfer portal and and all that kind of stuff so they're they're hot right now um
3: i would but, put them closer to them though
2: yeah I, I would have probably slotted them in there there right like behind lsu and Ole miss lsu's got a new quarterback and so do we. The Tennessee guy looked really good, by the way, in the bowl game. Did you watch any of Tennessee in the bowl game? Um,
3: I don't remember that. I'm not saying I didn't, but I don't remember. It was
2: on New Year's Day. It was one of the early games on New Year's I Day. I think we
3: had it on, but I think we were loading up to head back from the lake, but I, I wasn't paying attention to it too much. Yeah,
2: they they uh, their quarterback looked good. Okay, I, I actually am going to uh, talk just a brief amount of thunder here. Okay. They lose... Last night to the Hawks, 141-138, back-to-back, SGA 33 points, 13 rebounds. Amazing comeback in the last two and a half minutes. They were down 15 with like 230 to go. And I don't think Atlanta scored again. OKC started hitting everything. They got to within three and had the basketball and ran a great inbounds play to get Isaiah Joe an open three in the corner to send it to overtime, and he missed it. Trey Young, 24 Back against Brooklyn on Friday. Now, here's why I want to talk about this, because you and I had a conversation yesterday about the trade deadline and who they might want to try to add to make a run at this thing. You remember that conversation on this show, TJ? I do. It was around this time yesterday, Mm -hmm. maybe an hour earlier. I don't remember. But um, Adrian Wojnarowski, Wojnarowski, I can't ever – how do you say it? Wojnarowski. Wojnarowski was asked this question last night. He's talking about, uh, you know, who who might try to pick up who in the trade deadline. And he was asked, what do you think the Thunder are going to do? And I thought this was interesting.
4: In the preseason, Thunder GM Sam Presti, he said this. He said, we have to finish our breakfast before we start acting like we're on the cusp of something. But it appears like they are on the cusp of something, right? So what do you think they're going to do next? Uh, I think they're going to keep letting this team grow. And they are in a far different place than they were before this season. They knew they had a group that they believed in. And what you've seen now is each 10-game increment, they've gotten better. They are top five in offensive-defensive efficiency. Only Boston and Philadelphia are there. They're on a run where they've beaten the Celtics, Timberwolves, and Nuggets twice. They're going to keep letting this team grow. They have the players here. They have a group here that they can let get into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Let them get through it. They are one of the three youngest teams in the league san antonio and detroit are the other two how are they doing we've not seen a team in a group like this in a very long time with a superstar and shea gildas alexander and perhaps multiple all-stars in the group around them there's nothing for this team to do at the trade deadline now if they want to go out and get maybe a, a big off their bench they're 29th oh, they're rebounding. in rebounding something like that but even their role players case wallace isaiah joe these guys may grow into great role players on a championship team. So you look at a team that's 23-9 and nine and the rest of the league all over the place, underachieving, behind schedule, they're the ones who have to scramble and make trades. Right. So, uh, Oklahoma City is going to just keep letting this team. They may have the group here. They may not have to go outside this group to really get where they want to go. All right, so to boil it all down into uh, – three
2: words, TJ. I think what Woj is saying is Oklahoma City is going to stand on business.
4: Yeah,
3: and I totally understand what he's saying there, and I agree with it. I just... I think there needs to be a veteran presence that has had that experience on this roster, and someone that those guys can lean on and talk to and help advance this team to where they'll need to be. I don't think you just say, oh, it's just a bunch of young guys. Give them two or three years more and let them kind of uh, slowly build this thing, get some playoff experience, and then build towards maybe a conference championship, then maybe build towards a final. Because I think they're good enough now. You put some experience with them that understands what it takes during that time of year and can kind of help them in the locker room. I'm not even saying this person has to contribute heavily on the floor. Yeah. Uh, You just go get a veteran presence that knows that time of year, and it would be – Super valuable to that team. So I do think they'll make that move. I think it's silly not to. You have the pieces to do it. Doesn't mean you're going to take help anything away. Help you out away. as much
2: as you can this year.
3: Right. Yeah.
2: Make as deep of a run as you can this year. Don't upset the apple cart, but get a veteran presence to help you in the locker room.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: A la Blake Griffin, like we suggested yesterday.
3: But I agree with him. It's the best young nucleus in the NBA and the best probably— Top to bottom roster at that age and younger that we've seen in a long time in the league.
2: Here's one thing that I guess I don't think about much, but is worth thinking about because you got all these draft picks and you're like, I, I feel like oh, we gotta we gotta do something with them. You know, we got we got to do something with them. Let's let's trade a bunch of them and go get a player and do something with them. I mean, the the other option there is just keep punting it on down the road. Like if you're happy with where you are. And you're like, yeah, but we got four picks next year. Okay, well, there will be people who will gladly trade you their pick three years from now for the one this year. You know what I mean? Just push that stockpile down until you need it. Keep pushing it down until you need it. Keep building it up. You don't have to spend it. So if you're happy with what you got, you want to just let it, Let's get into there, make a playoff run. Maybe they win the whole thing, but maybe at the very least they get some experience, and then let's next year they'll be even better. And the, you know, I, I don't, I don't hate the strategy. I, I will tell you one. There is one place where I think they can be better. I mean, other than just somebody to help them rebound. I like Josh Giddy. but you could be better at that position. I think. I don't think he's. Like I don't look at him as—he's a great passer, okay. And forget the off the court stuff for a while, and uh, however that
3: resolves itself eventually. But I was going to say that he may could force tr- you to make a move because he may not be available.
2: Yeah, you. I don't know what his—I don't know what his market is even out there. Maybe, you know, there may be no, maybe nobody wants to touch him, but there is room to trade up at that spot. Athletically. Talent-wise, everything. Maybe some people disagree. But that's the guy when I look at this roster and say, they, there's room there to have somebody better than him in that position, I think. you agree or disagree?
3: No, I agree. And what I meant by that was not trading him uh, and what his value was. I meant it may come out that the league is forced to remove yeah. him from your team, and, and then you've got to go make a move for that spot. So, yeah. I mean. All right. I know you got Joe there that you can slide in, but you would. You're right. Like that's him. the position that you could look at and say that that's where we could really make an impact with something. Yeah, I mean he's playing great
2: right now. I mean he didn't have a great game last night, but the last few games he's been hitting threes and um, had a big time game in that win over Boston. And he's playing great. But I think there's room for improvement there. Okay, did we destroy the text line with that five minutes of conversation there? We
3: Oh, I turned off the, the little Good. signal way to, to everyone else. That was just between us.
2: Oh, we were just talking.
3: Yeah, we were just oh, talking. Way to go. Good job.
2: 819, you can text us. Meyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. We'll be back.
1: The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best.
3: R.K. Blatt brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Leading provider of office technology solutions to medium and small businesses across Oklahoma and Kansas. Been in business since 1952, so they've been doing it right. RKblatt.com 405-943-9800. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, Puerto Rican Sooner sounds like he's been uh, out of the listening audience for quite a while. Says, Happy New Year's, guys. I'm finally back from my holiday break. Had a blast with Bowl Mania Went from 700-plus to top 40 in two days. Hope you guys had a great Christmas. Toby, how was TJ's mansion?
2: Yeah, I mean, we talked a lot about yeah. it after the Christmas That's party. long break
3: there, Puerto Rican Sooner.
2: It was um, one of the most exciting nights of my life. We had, we ate like King's. Uh I didn't even see it all. I was there for several hours and couldn't cover all the acreage. Um at, you will not be surprised.
3: I've got a big backyard, know, it's, but it's not acreage.
2: You'll be surprised to know that the way the Perry's entertained themselves is by throwing money around. They encouraged us to bring money just to <laughs> throw away. And somebody else left with all of our money. So that, that was that
3: is true. <laughs> that is true. Um
2: it was great it was magical i loved it every it's everything we, uh, we've always heard about the circle drive the gargoyles uh the gifts under the tree for three people you Why had you? To, three people you had to went on to it house. was like a mountain of presents it was amazing <laughs> uh, he showed me the hat closet i saw all the hats I have your own closet um yeah, i don't know what else I, I saw the counter space the kitchen the air fryers, everything. It was fantastic. I hope to go back someday.
3: I don't know if I'll have you back now, but we'll see. Uh OU beating KU in basketball would make OU losing to KU in football a little easier to handle. That's from Tulsa Boomer. Yeah. Toby went OU wins at Kansas the greatest day ever <laughs> from David and Moore. <laughs>
2: If, and we beat are, him in, if we beat him in basketball should I say that this year? <laughs> Best
3: day ever. Yeah, you should say that. <laughs> uh, son and I are going to Lawrence first well, game ever. I think ever even there. Dave would I think even Dave would get a giggle out of that. Oh, I think did. he would probably laugh yeah. at that. He's probably one of those complaining about you about the SEC no, back I don't to the day. So. I don't think Dave. Would, Look at this that. guy. What a loser. Couldn't wait till he got out the door. He's got to rub it in our face. Man, <laughs> I don't think dead it's dead on. Even. That was dead on. Uh, Toby, my son and I are going to Lawrence. First game ever. there. possible to get the spotter board, says this texter.
2: I've already promised him. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. But I hope you have a great time. TJ, have you thought uh, any
3: more about my invitation? uh, No, but the family has discussed making the journey. All right. But no ruling on that yet. Wow. Uh, add to the list of Porter's things TJ hates next bubbles. to French people, Qantas White. Yep. It's <laughs> been a long time. It's been a long time ago. I wouldn't say hate's hey, not the right word. We had a, had a beef. We had a beef. We had a beef. There are a list,
2: numerous, sooner greats in various sports <laughs> that TJ mysteriously can't stand. And he doesn't want to really talk about it too much. Right. So I just let it be. There's an area of his life where I don't know exactly what all happened that I don't, I feel like, like he doesn't want me to snip snoop around, so I'm not going to snoop around. But Josh Heupel lives in that area. Mm-hmm. Qantas White mm-hmm. lives in that area. There's more. There's Someday it'll all there. come out in a tell book. There's a time period there. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, some of them I just don't like. I was just around them. I just don't like them. It didn't not that I had a beef with jo-
2: them. Josh Falls in your Jim Harbaugh, Phil Mickelson. I just don't like his face. I don't
3: like that dude's face. <laughs> <laughs> what a piece of work you Mitchell are. says I'm still unable to shake the image of an anchor anchorman style potential brawl with TJ and Qantas nose to nose with Hollis backing Q and TJ's mother-in-law behind him comedic gold hey Hollis was with me Hollis like was Hollis, on your side. Hollis was like hey Qantas like stop like I know these two like stop so yeah now Hollis was your boy we uh there was times I uh you know I was around that basketball team a lot that's all I say that all, all that that time period a lot Darian Selby, Ace McGee Jabari Brown Johnny Gilbert all those guys I was around a lot you know when they sometimes face- too close that I had to get yeah. out of the house and say well, I don't want to see that you've said too much
2: yeah. you know the 30 for 30s where they look back at uh, a, a great team of years gone by and you see, the hangers on around them that almost led them down
3: the wrong path
2: <laughs> or in some cases did encourage them to toss a game. They
3: weren't around because of me. That what, that wouldn't be me. No, the 30 for 30
2: of the 2002 OU men's basketball team. Uh, you'll see TJ on the,
3: sitting on the couch <laughs> in pretty much every scene.
2: Probably Trying to true, get them to make
3: wrong decisions. Probably true, but I was not the one that was the bad influence. I could hand you that person. I could make that documentary. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I got stories the the right about
3: price. that team, about those guys that I cannot tell here on the radio, but that is not me. I would not be the one that was the huh. bad influence. Mm-hmm. So, uh Let's see when the movie comes out. Sounds like TJ has a commercial or industrial-sized fridge that can hold weeks worth of food. Oh, yeah. Multiple fridges. He's got multiple fridges. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, Spartan Sooner says, uh, Toby, how many butlers did TJ have? One, Only one butler that I saw.
2: <laughs> there was a doorman, too. And then, of course, the guy at the gate. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So, But only one butler who was serving
3: us all evening. Thunder finally have some success, guys, and everyone wants to mess with team chemistry. Leave them alone. Going to have two lottery picks. Trust Sam. Meddling and uh, greed has ruined more than anything else. But that that greed and ego and, and all that's going to come into play as soon as they start having postseason success. That's coming. Like, you can bring in the right veteran guy and him not disrupt things. Now, you can bring you in the to. wrong guy. And, and oh, you were trying to get him to get Draymond Green I don't yesterday. think Draymond That's Green's the wrong guy. guy. I think he's a good get locker room guy. I think he's a really good a locker good room guy. good locker room guy. That's right. I said Ladies it. and
2: gentlemen, no other station <laughs> in America today will that sentence be uttered. Draymond Green is a good locker room guy.
3: <laughs> Put that down. Somebody mark it. Send it to Draymond. That's why you listen to this show. It only happens yeah. here on the T-Row in the morning show. I think we just
2: – I mean, I don't know if the person was talking to us or to somebody else out there, but we just kind of had a segment saying exactly what you said which and what Woj said was maybe you just let them stew. Yeah. Just Maybe you don't mess with this too much. Just let it keep building. However, it, it is not an inappropriate conversation to have when you've got the stockpile of picks that they have and the ability to improve yourself if you want to. To say, all right, how could they improve themselves? And who are the players that could do that if you want to? Mm-hmm. So nobody's saying trade SGA. Oh, no, no. Or I'm not saying trade any, any of, the, of core. the key pieces. Right. We're just saying is there, they're, they're close. They're close. This team's got a chance. So is there anything they can do to enhance that chance and get to the dance in their fancy pants?
3: Ooh, fancy pants. Uh, as much as people aren't going to like it. <laughs> Sooner fans need to realize that the better we are, the more 11 a.m. games we're going to have. ESPN considers that the second best team uh, It's like they, we've never even brought this up today. Mm. ESPN mm. considers that the second best TV spot for SEC teams may suck in person atmosphere, but TV ratings are what drives those kick times. Did we mention something about kick times today? Mm-mm. You're just letting people know. Face the I, facts, OU fans.
2: Guy woke up angry today. <laughs> you know what? I've had enough. I'm texting him about this 11 a.m. thing. Uh, there will still be 11 a.m. kickoffs in the SEC. There will be fewer. There, it, it, I would disagree with the texter in this regard. The better OU is, the more primetime games they will get in the SEC. Yeah, no, that's The
3: right.
2: more uh, afternoon and primetime games. There will still be 11 a.m. games, but just by virtue of not being on Fox anymore, there will be fewer because there are fewer windows for them now to be at 11 a.m. In the past, they could be at 11 on any of the ESPN or Fox channels. Now, the Fox channels are not available to them, so it's just ESPN. Now, there's plenty of ESPN options. I get that. SEC Network, ESPN, ESPN2, so forth and so on, but I guess that's the end of the list. But uh, ESPN, uh, the the college station does some games too. But anyway, there will be fewer. You'll still get them, but there will be fewer.
3: Guys, I just watched the new movie, Boys in the Boat. It's about the UW winning a gold medal yeah. and rowing in 1936 Olympics. What a coincidence. Washington oh. is winning the Natty. I Those didn't think architect. about that.
2: All right, not you think about it, I, 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 how was the movie? Because I almost we almost saw it the other night, and I want to see it. So give me a review, OU Architect. Hi, I am yeah. intrigued by it.
3: I haven't heard anybody that's uh, give me a personal review. I've heard it's good, but I haven't talked to anyone personally that's seen it yet, that I know of anyway. Um, the center that you guys mentioned for Alabama that entered the portal was their starter. Yeah, that's right. And apparently, Gabe and Teddy said he's the reason they lost the game the other night and they don't like him. So,
2: <laughs> Well, he's the one that kept, you know, all the low snaps. All the bad snaps. Yeah, I, especially I he's the last probably snap. probably got to get out of town. Don't you think he's just being hammered in Tuscaloosa? Oh, yeah,
3: especially on that last brutal. snap. You know, it, one of the reasons the play played out the way that it did is because that snap was so he, low. He so. had the
2: yips. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that was an all-year thing or just that game. I didn't see him enough to know, but. The Alabama offensive line this year, by their standards, was terrible. Now, all of them are four and five stars. And all of them, I'm sure, have great potential. But this year, they gave up, what, 45 sacks? or I'm close with that number. It was brutal. Especially and in that the guy beginning snapped. of the year. Yeah, It's hard to believe they were that bad.
3: Last one here, great idea here, SEC Fact of the Day, brought to you by RC Cola and Moon Pies. Oh, yeah, I like that Southern. You drink RC back in the day? Back in the day. I wasn't a big fan of Moon Pies. I mean, I've had them, but I didn't like Moon Pies too much. My
2: dad loved RC. I'm sure he still does, but we we had a lot of RC Cola in the
1: house. Yeah, in the glass
2: bottles,
3: yeah. All
1: right, break time. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510.
2: I don't know who puts these out for us. I, I Probably Tyler. You could tell me these uh, on the Ref Twitter feed uh, eight years ago today. It's got the OU Kansas game.
3: Yeah, Tyler uh, Tyler's responsible for them. I always almost every one of these. those. Yeah, probably yeah, every I en- one
2: of them. I enjoy these. I'll never forget that night. It, it was, it was the best college basketball game I've ever seen. It, certainly in person, but I don't even need to. I don't even know if I need to say in person. And I know Oklahoma didn't win it. If Kadeem Latin hits a free throw, they do in regulation, but he didn't. And uh, Buddy goes for forty six. We're courtside. We're calling the game think it was their first loss of the season right it was OU was one Kansas two in one poll and in the other poll it was flopped it was one versus two in the nation uh Brent Musburger and Dick Vitale are calling the game right next to us Tej. at Kansas you sit shoulder to shoulder with the TV crew TV in the middle KU radio on one side visiting radio on the other I've told this before but Commercial break, second overtime, whatever. Vital takes off his headset, looks at me. I take off my headset. He says, this is the most amazing game I've ever seen. (laughs) He's seen a few.
3: He's seen a lot of them, yeah.
2: Buddy comes out for the post-game interview and gets a standing ovation from the Kansas fans. It was just an incredible game. Unbelievable game. Sick that they lost it. Is that that's the one where they're inbounding it right in uh, on the sideline, and uh, the Kansas guy kind of looks like he reaches out of bounds and deflects the ball, and they def- got the steal it, and win it. Right. Yep. Um, mm. But what a game, man! What a game.
3: You'll get them I, this year. You'll get them be- this year.
2: They've beaten a lot of teams there, obviously. And there can't be too many teams that have had a better chance of beating them and lost than Oklahoma. <laughs> I feel like I feel like every year, it's not every year, but I feel like every year we go to the under four timeout up eight or up six, you know, and are like, oh, this is gonna be the year. And then nope, it's not. Just heartbreak. But anyway. TJ, um, did you watch any of the was it the Under Armour All-American game yesterday? Is that the, Was that the Under Armour? I think it was. Did you watch any of that high school All-American game that several of our guys were in?
3: I did not, no. No, I saw a bunch of highlights that guys were putting out from it and stuff, but I didn't see. David Stone game. was in it. He made mm-hmm.
2: a couple of plays. I'm really excited about David Stone. I think he's going to be a uh, really good, maybe a star. Uh I like him a lot. A lot. We needed him big time. Great get. When he gets to campus, I would encourage him to delete his social media. <laughs> I'm a little worried. You could probably about, tell a
3: lot of 18- and 19-year-old kids well, that. That's that's easier said than done. I, they might would give up football or the sport they play before their social media.
2: That's true. But I, I get the feeling like every day – he's going on multiple times a day and just searching for his name and what everybody's saying about him. Then he's just constantly retweeting either on three sports has him too low or somebody didn't rank him in their top 10 or, you know, his ears are perked up all the time about what everybody's saying about him. And that worries me a little bit if they don't, because when he gets here, it's not always going to be good. TJ. I don't know if you've noticed. We're, we tend to be hard on our football team.
3: Well, and it, so I, and in today's world, it's a lot of fake accounts that it's other fan yeah, bases acting like sure. they're you fans just to drive them out away. So
2: Ethan Downs or Danny Stutzman or someone I would say, hey, man, listen, we love you. You're fun. He's fun. He's fun on social. I don't want to quell
3: that, you know. I don't want to take his personality away because he's a fun guy. Yeah, because Danny and those guys are never on social media getting after people. (laughs) Great example there. Are
2: they? Like, uh, does Danny fight with people on social media? Danny
3: will say some things from time to time. Yeah, he'll get after people. I don't know. Maybe I'm
2: wrong. You guys follow this closer than I do. It just seems like to me that David, more than anybody else that I notice, is kind of constantly checking on what everybody's saying about him. And
3: oh, that worries me a little bit.
2: Maybe maybe he'll mature and he grow up, and maybe he. he you he, don't
3: he'll, want he'll, he'll him problem. seeing a tweet that says, "I guess it's a post now." I'll always call it a tweet. A tweet that says something like, "How do none of you guys like Toby Rowland? Then I know there's a big group of you that seem to have a problem with this guy as our play-by-play yeah. play announcer. You don't want right. him seeing tweets like that.
2: He seems maybe a little sensitive to it. And so for his, for, for him to be unbothered, I would, I don't know. I, it's just on my radar teach. It's just on my radar. He was yesterday. I guess they put out best 10 players from the game and he wasn't one of the best 10 and he didn't like that. You know? And so, uh, anyway, Hey, listen, he go sack the quarterback a whole lot. He can do whatever he wants, right? On Twitter, I guess. As long as he keeps it between the lines, Eight forty-seven in the morning. Have we heard from Chris?
3: Chris texted me like a couple of hours ago about something. Oh, ah, maybe beast. an hour ago. I mean, Two too, maybe too much. But yeah, Is he back? He's back, and he was asking me something about equipment for his remote today. So, nice. yeah, he's, he's back and ready.
2: Chris Plank back after calling a victory in Provo, Utah
1: last night. We'll hear from him next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by R.K. Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Whirlwind last 12 hours for our man Plank, who I believe is back in
2: the Sooner State after a victory last night over BYU. Good morning, Plank.
0: Not only back, but at our Thursday hangout, where it came in disaster response group on a Thursday. Toby, how are you? How are you, man?
2: I'm good. Tell me about last night and the trip home and everything.
0: Yeah, it's great. Um, well, I mean, you know me, the, the flyer that I am. Uh, we, we had a little bit of a bumpy flight on the way home. Uh, so, so I'm uh, I'm currently looking at my options to drive next Wednesday to Manhattan. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, it's um, – I I wish BYU had been at the conference a little longer because, and maybe, you know, there's a, there's a buddy of mine that has a lot of ties to that state and that region, and uh, he had been working with OU football for the last few years. And when we went, he told me, he's like, I hate this place. I can't stand this place. I hate coming here. It's terrible. And the two times I've been, it's like, this place is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> They're the nicest people. Uh, it's the most scenic views, um, but I can see where if you go there a couple of times and you keep beating them, that it becomes a little bit. What's the best? They way turn on it? you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they might turn on you a little bit. Um, but I uh, man, if that's the second time we've gone to a to that campus, and it's the second time where you're just kind of left in awe of of the, the the scenery, the people, and you know. It's, it's cool it's cool eh? they support their sports now i gotta i gotta be honest with you Tiro. i was a little disappointed in their crowd last night um because they were billing it as as the first ever big 12 game in basketball at home in school history uh so they got the home game before the men did and they're a pretty good basketball team they have won some big games so far this year but a little bit a little bit less than i expected of course it's not a really good way to kind of get your crowd involved when the opposing team jumps out to like a 10 to two lead. It kind of takes all the air out of the balloon, but
2: they couldn't make a shot in the first quarter. OU's defense was was outstanding and they couldn't make anything.
0: Yeah. And and I got to be honest with you. I didn't know what to expect. And I don't, I don't think coach would mind me saying this, but it it seemed as if the team was having a little bit of a bug that was kind of running through it. You know, Mm -hmm. I, uh, you could just kind of sense that maybe uh, – and then Nevaeh Todd gets hurt in the first quarter, and you're like, man, things are setting up to where this can be one of those trips that you say, hey, you know, we played hard and we gave it our all, but just came up short. And, my gosh, Toby, that, that looked like the team that we saw early in the season where you thought this squad has a chance to make a run. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. They, these, these two young bigs that they have, Kirsten Johnson and Landry Allen, uh, they really got a chance, man. Uh, Landry Allen out of Tuttle. She's got a little bit of that uh, that it to her where you can kind of see it. She's, you know, small town, but yet and not not really spooked by the spotlight. And that is a – Jason that's a, White. I told you. What's that?
2: Jason White from
0: yeah, Tuttle. right. that's right. Yeah. She's, she's going to take over. She's going to be the next most famous thing from Tuttle since Jason White. But they're good, man. They're, they're fun to watch. I hope it's a great crowd out there at noon on Saturday against Cincinnati, you guys got the double what You guys got Iowa State at five, so uh, there's that little bit of time in between games where you can go, I don't know, grab a bite to eat or something. But this is uh, this is a fun team to watch, man. You know this from watching him, Toby, and doing a, a couple TV games over the last few years, and just knowing Jenny Bronchek's style. You forget about it until you see it in person, and you're like, oh yeah, they don't mess around. It's like as soon as the <laughs> as soon as the rebound is grabbed or as soon as the ball is inbounded, they're off. I mean, they are off, and it was, it was on full display even without their starting point guard last night. And Raina Scott, I thought, played really well. Didn't shoot well. You look at a statue, like 3 of 10 or 2 of 10 or whatever she was, but she was, uh, she was that dude, if you will, last night for the OU women's basketball team. It was really fun to see them go into a – it's never an easy trip, right, because it's just it's so unique, uh, and, it's, and it's in a different time zone, but they handled it well, man. I was really pumped for
2: 75-63 the final. Did you hike to the Y? Hero, we were not staying as close to the university
0: as I originally thought we were, Mm. Um, and when I started my coin-picking-up walk, uh, I realized it was (laughs) like 45 minutes, uh, and when we drove it on the bus, because it made it seem like you had to cross an interstate on the the route, and when we drove it on the bus, I was like, okay, well, I I could have walked there, but it would have been the day, right? It's like, all right, well, yeah, uh, thanks yeah. for joining us on the Plank Show, and then getting back in time just to go to the game. But no, I did not get to do that fun. You'll have to, you'll have to pick that up when you guys go there later this
2: year. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get to go. We uh, oh. we play them here in basketball. We play there in baseball, but it is the same weekend as the spring game, so we got to figure out how oh. that's going to work. So, uh, what times gotcha. you get back?
0: We landed at about 1:30. So, that's
2: not, too, not bad. too bad. I mean, it's bad, not but it's not, bad i not thought all. it would be later than that. Yeah. Okay. Not too bad at all. You're 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 you were uh, fantastic on the call and you are Thanks, a buddy. uh you're a battler. You're a champion. Have a great show today, Biting Chris. Through
0: this thing today. We'll have a blast yeah. today. Toby. have a great day. All
2: right, stick around Plank show and uh, Josh Helmer coming up next. Thanks to you fine folks for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Thursday, everybody.